Hello, you're listening to Fish Food, a podcast for entrepreneurs who started working for themselves to build companies that grow into thriving businesses. Here, we provide bite-sized accounting and entrepreneurship advice in 20 minutes or less. I'm your host, Keila hill Trawick, and whether you're acting as your own accountant or looking for a new one, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the show. Thinking about increasing profit is a common goal of entrepreneurs and small business owners. We all want to figure out how to increase that bottom line. And there are two ways to do that. You can either increase revenue or decrease expenses. Now, most people focus on increasing revenue. So we'll do this by either raising prices or gaining more clients or customers. And that is a worthwhile endeavor because we all like to see that income line go up when we're reviewing reports. Not only does it feel like we're watching our bank accounts go up, it often aligns with business goals that we have set. So I want to earn X amount of dollars within a specified period. Typically, the other lever, reduction of expenses, isn't even addressed until there's a threat of reduced revenue. So most people are not looking at cutting expenses until they're scared that they won't make enough money. And that's when they want to start going to make strategic decisions about what they should keep paying for. But honestly, we should always be aware of what we're spending and on what so that we can make the right decisions about the growth and direction of our businesses. So let's approach this by talking about the different ways that you can categorize expenses. The first and most obvious are business versus personal. So we just did an episode on breaking this down, episode number 67. So if you want more details, check out that show where we walk through all of the ways and reasons to keep these two types of transactions separate. For our purposes today, just know that the first way to increase your bottom line is to remove any and all personal expenses from the business bank account. So if you're only showing business expenses and not personal things that you're also including, your bottom line is going to go up, right? You're going to have the same amount of revenue, but you're not taking out as much. It's also just a more accurate reflection and a more correct reflection on your books of what the business is making and spending versus just what is coming out of the account. So keep those two separate business expenses out of business account, personal expenses out of your personal account. The second way to look at expenses is to review fixed versus variable expenses. Fixed expenses are stable. They stay pretty consistent month to month, regardless of how much work is done or clients that are served. One common example of fixed expense is rent. So rent has the same monthly cost no matter how much you make. Compare that with variable expenses, which go up or down based on output. For service providers, which is who we typically work with, this tends to include costs like hourly employee or contractor pay, and software that's paid for by client. Variable costs are the easiest to manipulate when you're setting boundaries for knowing how high they can get. So one way to manage and cut costs is to set expectations for the baseline numbers. How many clients are you serving or planning to serve so that you can figure out how many hours will that take and how much are you going to have to pay in software to cover that. This will also help you create a budget because you'll know how much should be spent in these areas and it will create a trigger that helps you to reevaluate when that cost is exceeded. So when you're looking at your monthly reports, you can say, hey, oh, we went over that number. Do I need to cut there or did I just not plan properly? Another way to review expenses is to look at operating versus non-operating costs. When we reference operating costs, we're specifically talking about what's required to keep your company going. So if you were down to your last 
These are the costs that would have to be covered. I like to call them your bare minimum expenses. Contrast it with non-operating expenses. These are nice to have. So they're not imperative to the company staying alive, but they absolutely make your job easier. When you're thinking about what expenses to keep and which to cut, the easiest place to start is to review non-operating expenses, right? Because they're not necessary. So you can look at those to determine what's really helping your business versus what feels frivolous. You may or may not need new office supplies or maybe that conference isn't necessary or travel, but obviously you definitely want to keep enough cash on hand to cover necessary operating expenses like your team. Speaking of team, last but not least, when you're thinking about cutting the right expenses are team costs. Littlefish serves small businesses who want to stay small. So since our clients are generally working with fewer employees or contractors, team costs, and that includes wages, payroll taxes, benefits for you and your team tend to be the largest chunk of operating expenses. The best way to cut the right team costs, set expectations, invest in people who can meet them, and let go of those that don't as soon as possible. I know that that last one sounds harsh. Honestly, it's been hard for me too. But to be real, you literally cannot afford the inefficiency. Most entrepreneurs think, well, having some help is better than none at all, but that is not true. You need the right help. And when you keep people around who only do part of the job that you're paying them for or all of it, but they're not doing it very well, it lulls you into a false sense of completion, right? You treat the job as having been done and so you stop looking for better help. And to be real, and this has happened to me too, you're usually the one that's stuck doing the task completely and correctly. Here's the rule about cutting team costs. Don't settle. Figure out what you need, like what would actually help your company grow strategically and efficiently and hire the very best contractor expert or company to meet and exceed those expectations. It's not only going to help the company, it really gives you space to operate in the place that you want to so that you're not picking up the side tasks that they should be taking care of for you. At the end of the day, your job as a small business owner is to be a good steward over your funds. And that means not only maximizing revenue within your capacity and life desires, but also being strategic about how that money is spent. My advice, prepare financial reports and then review them to see where you're spending and whether those are the right categories for your business. Finally, analyze. Are there costs that you should consider cutting? Have you identified team roles that should be replaced or eliminated? Where are you spending your money and why? All right, so if you've heard all of this and you are ready for a partner to help you track and analyze your finances and then use that information to manage tax payments and filings, let us help you. Head to littlefishaccounting.com services to determine the best fit and apply to work together. We obviously can't wait to take this off your plate and give you some time back to focus on making enough money to satisfy your dreams. Thank you for joining us today. If you like what you heard, I've got good news for you. We're supporting you all over the internet. Check out our Instagram at littlefishaccounting or our website, littlefishaccounting.com for guidance, resources, and ways to work with us. Plus, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to make sure that you don't miss a future episode. See you next time.